Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! How are you? I'm all right. How about yourself? Good. What's going on? Not much. Yeah, I'm sitting here with an erection. You? Oh, really? Yeah. Like the old days? Mm-hmm. Uh, junior high? Teacher calls your name? You got to come to the front of the class? Yeah. Yeah. I used to like to do it. What, get called on? Or yeah, just... stand up with a boner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Yo, sure. Yo, what's up? The thing is, too, as a kid, you thought for sure they'll notice, but they're, well, they, you know, they're probably Depends on what you're wearing. Notice. Well, it depends on what you're wearing, but also, like, come on, dude. It's not that big of a deal. Well, I mean, any not... sort of, you know. A Even a small bulge. bump is a bump. Yeah, maybe, I, I you know, guess. You're wearing sweatpants or but something. But every kid knew the waistband trick. This is weird that we're talking about this because Brooke was asking about this last night. Like, what's the waistband thing? Because she heard somebody say it, and I was like, well, it's, you know, there's basically two ways to hide one. One is to hope that you can keep it down, uh, you know, along your leg and your pants, and the other is the waistband, which is the most obvious. Well, if you were ever wearing sweatpants, which I didn't wear a lot in school, but if you're ever wearing, like, baggy pants or something, you know, if they're getting ready to call on you, you just put your hand in your pocket and pull it up. Right, but you're doing the way, you're, get, you're adjusting to do the yeah, waistband. Yeah, you can just trick. keep it there in your hand, one yeah. hand, and be like, you know, not look normal. Just keep it with your hand. Yeah, like, man, I better. Let me answer this question. It's like with, a uh, human cage. Yeah, well, no, you understand. I'm like, yeah. you know, right here. Yeah. Oh, I don't know the goddamn answer. Right. And that's it. Now, but you're you holding. to get out of it quick. You're holding it down or is it pointed up? My hand. Jeez, oh, Louise. What? I'm asking. Wait, yeah, you're pulling po- it towards me. You're just keeping it close to your body. Yeah. Okay. But usually, I mean, people aren't then, staring at you. I mean, it you. goes away pretty quick because you're like, oh, no. Yeah. So. Even if the teacher hasn't called on you, though, you know in class if it happens, you go, oh, when I get a chance or I should do the waistband. Right? Isn't well, I, I never worry about it unless they're going to pick, you know, somebody. You, know. you didn't worry about it. You no, didn't think not like, unless they told me to stand up. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think, well, I just should just anyway. No, I never, I'm just being of, honest. Just I never really be, took a preventative measure, I don't think. I just knew that if they did pick me up, I could just, you know. It was also more comfortable. Cradle it like a baby. It was also more comfortable because if you're, kinda, you know, you know, hey, you know, like a little puppy, come over here. Yeah, get over here. It's like, what well, are you doing out there? Come back inside. What are you doing out there? She's trying to. 
talk to everybody. <laughs> Get back in here. But it need it's more comfortable because it needs it gives it the space. I'm just telling you, I never really thought about the waistband trick. I just use the hand, guiding with the hand. Yeah. Snow cone? Yeah. Waistband. Waistband. Waistband always. Now, the other issue with the waistband though is that if I remember the day I learned it in seventh grade, it was like a, it was the biggest game changer in the world. Oh, really? I, don't I had think no that idea I it was a thing, and then I found out, and I was like, oh, my God. Did somebody tell you or show you? You know, I can't remember how I found out, though. But I remember I was in the You're in a little, like, like wood shop class or whatever. We had the, we Why do you get the, a boner in wood shop? <laughs> a bunch of grade, dudes man, working hard. You just know. admitted <laughs> that you get that you got them in junior high. I just thought wood shop was funny. Of all the places, I never got one at wood shop. It was usually like poetry class. It was the least sexy class. Yeah, I can't remember these girls reading poetry. I did. I had to get up and I had little gym shorts on, and I was like, I, I did it, and I was like, Oh my god! Oh, you were wearing I can do this. You were wearing gym shorts, like, fr- like school gym shorts. Like ba- See, I yeah. never wore that stuff to school, but that stuff wasn't. I don't know. Maybe some kids did, but I feel like I wore jeans or you know regular shorts. I usually every did. day at school. I usually did. I don't think I wore sweatpants or gym shorts to class ever. But I always had so much stuff in my pockets too. I, I don't think like I, I did pockets. either. I'm trying to think. Maybe you had to. And maybe I thought I about think that maybe too. They had like. Uh, Football issued kind of like, you know, Adidas track pants that you wore with your jersey on Friday. Oh, f- and for, for, for football, football yeah. right? I think during football season they had like, you know, you had like a whole kind of outfit that you had to wear. And I think it was Adidas track pants. And okay. I think that, so I think that was the only time I was like, man, this could, you know become a problem every every other time i just wore jeans i think our guys had to wear the jerseys because i remember they had to tuck them in so they'd have jeans and then they'd have their jerseys yeah. on tucked in I guess. we had them out that was. but we had like uh you know we, our colors were blue and white i think we had blue and white adidas sweatpants that went with them above and beyond i mean i had the we had the the pe issued uniform that you had to wear but you had to take that off before you left pe so no oh, one yeah, wore yeah. that outside of uh the, the class we didn't have a uniform my kids have a uniform in PE, you didn't have a uniform? No, you just had to bring shorts and a t-shirt. It didn't matter what you're wearing. I've seen that movie sometimes where the kids have brought their own I always clothes. see the movies where they're like, you know, it's just like, it's got Sharpie Randolph on it. High School or whatever. And it says your you name. You write yeah, your name the in the box. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have that. Huh. It was just like bring a pair of shorts and a t-shirt, and you just kept them in a locker or in your bag. I think they issued us like two of each, and then after that, if you lost them, you had to pay for them or whatever, but you yeah, had to wear them. That's the same thing school. You don't have had to, to wear them. Though. You don't have to wear them? I didn't. Oh, but but do they the boys, do. they have to wear it, right? They do, yeah. You have to wear it in PE. Of course, we had to shower. I'm always like, what a pain in the ass. Yeah, and it was There's really There's only like ugly. one shirt. I'm like... They smell because right, they're in you're working on it. Why are we doing this? I don't get it. Like, why? Why? What, they don't they, know what school they're in? It made sense for us because for us, they're saying, you're going to wear these clothes that probably stink, and then you're going to put them back in the stinky locker, but you have to shower. So because we were showering and then putting on our clothes again, it made sense that we're not going to stink when we go to the next class because we just shower. But if no, you're not no, showering... No. Then what difference does it make? Why do you need those clothes? You know well, why I mean? would you need those clothes anyway? Just because you get sweaty and gross, so they didn't want kids stinking in the next class. Like you know, you get bo or whatever from well, sweating. We brought in, gym in class. different. Clo- you had to wear different clothes. They just didn't have right. to be school issued. Wouldn't that be I easier? Get, I get what you're saying. Why? Why do you have to have the school issued? Right, ones? because it would be easier to stay clean if I could bring in a different pair of shorts and a t-shirt every day. Right. It could just be one of those things where they say because you know we don't. Some families can't afford to have whatever. Shorts and a t-shirt? I know, I know, but well, then it, just the, make sure but it's the, all the same. A, uh, you don't have a, a dress code. Like, I could understand that if I went to Catholic school and they're like, hey, you got to wear this. And then yeah. when you get to gym class, you got to wear this. But I, it never made any sense to me. Like, you can wear whatever you want. And then when you get to gym, you have to wear this thing. Yeah. Because it still doesn't make sense to me with my kids. I'm like, well, every day I got to wash this stupid shirt. Yeah. Because you only got one of them. Oh, ours didn't get but if I just, often. But if I just... They sat in a If locker. you could just wear any white t-shirt, we'd never have to worry about this. Yeah. I guess just I just be like, don't forget to grab a t-shirt. They want to make sure that the kid's not wearing 
anything that they wore in gym to their next class and stinking up the class, I guess. But the thing is, if they're not showering, I don't really know what difference it makes because you're sweaty and gross anyway. So if you change I still clothes, don't understand. I'm just stupid, I guess. Well, you see, well, what I'm saying? They just, no, I don't. Couldn't they just say, hey, these are your gym clothes? Yeah. And you got to switch out of them. Yes. But they don't have to say your school on them. Right. I get what you're saying. Right. All I'm saying is. And then is, you have a hundred different t shirts to wear because you can just wear whichever one you wanted. Right. They could, the teacher with, could. Oh. With the gym clothes, they knew for sure that, that you, were, you were wearing your gym clothes. I guess. Like if I wore that out of there, they knew you just wore that in PE. Whereas if I brought a t shirt, they might not be able to keep track of it. That's I my guess. guess. But the other thing, the big I thing is the showering thing, which they got rid of. So. When the kids just change, I don't know. I never thought, like, I'm just going to wear my stinky clothes to class. But. Whatever. I mean, there were some kids that did stink sometimes. I do remember that. I always like, tried to get weightlifting in sixth hour, though. Right. You hope that you do that stuff at the end of the day, but I took PE every semester. So it was the just whatever they During football me. season, they would do weightlifting first hour. Mm-hmm. So you had to get, because they'd be like, hey, uh, school starts at seven. But because you have weightlifting and you're on the football team, you're going to go ahead and make you get here at 545. You're like, yeah. I hate. And then the other thing is now you stink. Yep. And you got to go the rest of the day, which sucked. But. Yeah, my freshman year of high school, the f- my first semester, first hour class was PE. I was like, man, this sucks because it's early in the morning and now you're going to stink. And by the way, once I got to high school, they said showers are voluntary. But I'm thinking yeah. I might need to shower now because what I don't want to be is a stinky kid in class. Because I do remember that snow cone, junior high, seventh grade, sitting in class. Mm-hmm. And I smelled, I'd smelled BO before. I'd been around people who mm-hmm. had BO. Yeah, I, for some reason, I remember a guy at church that smelled bad one time. But I knew what the smell of B.O. smelled like. And I'm sitting in class, and I was like, someone stinks. And then I, I thought, because I'd never had, like, adult B.O. before, right? I just never, I'd never had it. I'd been sweaty before, but I'd never had that B.O. smell before. And I was like, oh, my God, it's coming from me. And at that point in time, I wasn't carrying oh, no. deodorant or anything like that because I'd never had B.O. before. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, I do it. Horrible, so- sitting next to girls and, and just petrified. I'm keeping my arms down like this. I, I still, you know what comes in handy is I put in my boy's bag, you know, when school starts, deodorant, right? Yeah. Um, those kind of like wipes you can use. Yeah. Like the shower wipes, you know? I'm like, hey, in case. You know, Dude, I know nobody. I put, so I put some of those in there. And then I put, uh, like we talked about, the alt fragrances. Yes. Uh, so the cologne. So I'm like, man, that thing's going to break. You're going to lose it. You don't. I'm not telling you to wear it all the time. Like you, you, you have regular it. cologne, but yeah. just put that in there. And a body spray. Yes. And now, if you know you're taken care of, and you don't have to just shower with some giant dude who's going to, you know, wrap you up in toilet paper and right. whatever happens in there, stick something in your butt. Like oh Jesus, my God. I'm just saying that happens. Well, I, does it happen? In I don't the know. movies, I don't know. Yeah, that's a scary. I mean, movie. in the Breakfast Club, he uh, well, I mean, right. yeah, yeah, was there okay, for. Okay. I don't know. He did something. He wrapped him up and did something to him. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, the, over the weekend, uh, there's some people... You over, lost a testicle. Uh, true, true. That's I mean, true. Accidental, but... Right, I mean, I mean, yeah, mean... Okay, true. We did have towel So slapping. I'm like, hey, put we the cologne in your slapping. bag. You don't need uh, what happened in the breakfast club, or you don't need to be missing a testicle because you had weights in the first hour. Right, right. right. Uh, over the weekend, we, were, we went somewhere, and uh, last a couple weeks ago, I guess... And Brooke's sister was over with their friend, and I had the movie It on, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the newer one. And it's showing a scene of these kids being bullied, you know, like really bullied, like beaten up in the 80s. You know, in that book mm-hmm. and in the movie, they're like threatening them with knives and all that stuff. And someone said, or one of the friends said, you know, did kids really used to get bullied that bad? And Martha, uh, Brooke's sister, said, well, ask Reed. He, he was a kid in the 80s. Like, did they, did they get bullied that bad? And I'm like, well... 
I don't know that it was common for bullying to be as bad as it is in the movies, but in my mind, I thought this stuff still kind of happens. I mean, I'm seeing the I TikTok videos. Now. Is it less? I mean, just the if you read old older books, you know, pre, like 90s or earlier, or hear stories or see movies, they always depicted bullying as pretty serious stuff, getting your ass kicked, and sometimes really threatening stuff, like maybe sure. threatening you with a knife or something, yeah. saying I'm going to kill. You. I mean, it was. I think it was that bad. was. I, thought, I, I, I shouldn't say. You I'm don't not a hear high about that as much. You don't. You see and fights I think on TikTok. Kids are a little bit more aware, aware of, the, of it. Of the punishment. And a little bit more. I, I think it's good. Are a little bit more inclusive. And maybe parents are a little more involved. Is right. that part of it, too? Because, I think so. And, you know. I mean, you saw bad bullying when you were a kid. Yeah. And when I got you know, I think there's a difference. I don't, I'm not saying it everywhere, but I think, you know, dads have matured a little bit. Yes. Changed a little bit. Become like, you know. More active. My father the... taught me that a lot of your mm-hmm. problems can be handled with a, a heavy fist. fist. Yep. <laughs> right? Just punch them back. Right. Or yep. punch them. Yep. Exactly. And if you, I'll punch, punch you. First. Rub yeah. some dirt on it. You yeah. know, there's a lot more of that going on. Probably kids going home and getting slapped around. Yeah. I'm not, you yeah. know, I, I mean, people, you know, we say spanking abuse or not. No, that's true. There's the a kids lot getting, more physical the, the violence in families, I think. Probably more common. Not that it doesn't happen now, but I You're feel right. like it was a lot more like. Oh, that's a good point. You know, listen to that, you know. I'll throw you through a goddamn wall. Right. You know, I think that now, if, if my buddies were over, my dad said that to me. That, they would not be like, oh, I my heard God. My, my friend's dad say right. it. I was oh over my the house God. We're going to yeah. call. They'd be right. like, damn, man. Your dad's mad. Yeah, dad's pissed. I kind of want to be a home. big thing, right? Yeah, you're right. I think now if my kid was over at somebody's house and their dad came in and said some of the stuff my dad did, he'd be like, you're we right. have to call the police. You're absolutely right. That is right. an unsafe place I'll bet to be. that is the single biggest thing. I do. You're right. I remember dad saying that. And, of course, another thing that was depicted in movies and books on mm-hmm. it was the dad acting that way. It was normal. And now I think you're right. If you do that. That's why someone I like, like, I like to see, you. you know, Snow Cone hanging out with his kid. I like to see right. dads with their kids. Right. And I know Instead for a lot of people who aren't my age, Gen X, if you're younger, maybe this doesn't even, you, you, you know, it doesn't hit you like this. When I... I don't remember any of my friends hanging out with their dads. Yeah. Their dads were not their buddies. Now, you, people could say that's bad now. And do I you know remember people hanging out with them. yours? No. I mean, I maybe, we, maybe we'd go to like... He would drive take, me places. Right. And take you to Disney off. World or vacation. Well, that's with the family. You but, know, right. But like one-on-one, I don't remember these like, let's go to lunch together let's and hang out catch. and go do stuff. You know, Nothing. we did play catch a couple times, but yeah, no, I, I've really, really thought about this. And I've thought about it recently. Like, man, any of those times that we were alone together, because I see you and your kids and Snowco right. and his son, and I think, man, a I dad, think my dad was a good a dad. dad but, well, I think mine was too, but my, a dad wasn't someone to hang out with. A dad yeah. was someone to be feared. That's, yeah, they you were feared the your dad. Didn't mean you didn't love him, but you right. feared him. Yeah. Like when he came home, you're like, ugh. There wasn't like, dad, dad. It was like, oh, boy. Right. He's Hope there. He didn't to... hear about what I did today. He was the enforcer. Wait till your dad gets home. That right. Was the thing. That was it. Yeah. There just was Hopefully, those. you know, your dad had a brother or something. So, like, if my dad was, like, really pissed at me, then my uncle would be like, yo, let's go outside and shoot oh, some baskets. Like, he, that, yeah, he would be the one to be like, yo, this is good. I played more basketball and catch with my uncle. Yeah. Well, he was trying to stop me and my dad from fighting. <laughs> you know what dad, I mean? Like, we tied your dad real That's quick. why we yeah. still get along really well. Yeah. Not, you know, my dad's my dad, and, you know, he's passed, but I loved him. Yeah. But my uncle was the one, that kind of the mediator, like, yo, so you want to go play some basketball or something? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was kind of it. Yeah. And I think a lot of uncles, that's why we always heard the story of the cool uncle. Yeah. He wasn't cool. He just... Because he 
wasn't did the same thing to his kids. Right, but, but it wasn't his job to do it to you. <laughs> exactly. exactly. He was the one who would save his nephew. The Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! What's going on? How are you? I'm great, man. Good. Everyone I'm has... God, yeah. What? What's wrong with them? Cryer. Snow cone? I oh, yeah. don't no, think... No, stop. Don't, no, no. Don't, I'm just saying, I don't think no. I've seen it, though. Have oh. you seen it? No. Close enough. It's one of those things, right? It's one of those things where you you're like, I don't know. I know. I don't know for a fact, but you yet I know too, for though, a fact. But I feel like... Right, you've seen like me that, do it. Yeah, but I feel like as my eldest son, mm-hmm. uh, I, I've beaten it out of you. Uh, I haven't seen me? you do it in a long time. Yeah, I don't cry as much as I did, I guess, back in the day. Sometimes I feel like I'm a little worried about the times that I don't cry. Like, mm, well, this is weird. But, Seems no, like I would have cried I've by now. I've raised you well. Should have probably uh, cried some. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely not as often. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. That's a good thing. I do think, though, that, too, as you grow and people start to, as you're getting older and people start to depend on you for different things, this may be sexist, but as a guy, that you just have to kind of beat it, uh, overcome the, the urge to, to, to let the other people cry around you. There is, and, and I would say the, some people say it's unhealthy, and it probably is, but there is a, and, and I don't know if it's, environmental, you know, if it's upbringing or if it's nature yeah. or whatever. But in those situations, as you get older and you have people rely on you as a man, um, there's an instant sense of, I got to lead us out of this. Right. And I can't do it while we're crying. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, no, my dad died. You know, my mom was crying and it was like, I can't. Same. There's no way I can just sit on the couch and ball with you. This ain't, we right. got to get out of this. And right. now... People say, uh, and maybe so, that's completely unhealthy, and you should have just sat on the couch and cried with her. But my natural instinct is like, yo, let's pull ourselves together, put on our game face, we'll have plenty of time to cry, but it ain't now. Yes. And, and you know, the time to cry just never comes. You're kind of compartmentalizing. You know, they say like when soldiers are in war, and this is what leads to PTSD, is, is that they, they, they have to kind of separate themselves from what's actually happening. I have to just... You know, I, I can't look at what, what's happening, this person getting killed or, or injured around me, and deal with that the way I normally would because I got to keep going. So your brain right. has this way of saying, we're now going to partially dissociate and, and put this over here so that you can just go into this kind of autopilot mode. And then well, what I think causes that's the PTSD reason why later like, is that I they can't get out of that mode. Well, also, but I think what happens is you'll say, like, oh, my dad never cried. Uh, you know, the worst thing in the world could happen, he, this is my dad, never cried, but he cried a sad commercial. Right. Well, why is that? It's because he doesn't have to lead. Yeah. He doesn't have to lead us out of whatever catastrophe makes him want to cry right now. He can just watch and be like, man, that's really sad. Right. And just be in, because it doesn't affect him. It just makes him feel. And that's okay. But, you know, if something happened, you know, whatever, I got kidnapped. Right. My dad wasn't going to cry. Right. My dad was going to, like, we, let's go. Yes. And right? by the way, moms do it too, because I've heard a of million times. Do. You know, but they're more in touch with their emotions, probably healthier. Sure. But I also have heard... And they can read and, heard, and do both. You've heard this many times from, you know, when you're watching a documentary, one of those true crime shows, and something horrible happens to a, a woman's child, and she says, I couldn't cry then because I had other kids that you sure. know, needed me to be leader, or I had the family that of needed course. me to lead. So I never got a chance to properly grieve because right. I had to be strong for I my family. It. So women do it too, for sure. Of course. But yeah, like when my dad died, same thing. The, my family was there. You know, I was in the room. It wasn't just the day that he died, but those days leading up to it, those were sad days. But I always felt like I need, my mom is the one who's going to be crying right now. You know, right. 
I need to, if I lose it, then she's going to lose it even more. So I'm just going to not allow it right now. And there was a time in my life where I would have said, well, you're not going to be capable of such a thing. But I was. And that's why my dad passing was such a huge moment in my life, not just because I lost him, but because I learned so much about myself. Like, oh, my God, I never would have thought that I could have. Uh, acted the way that I did through this thing, but I realized why but I was doing that it. Is, doing it. And maybe that's and, unhealthy. I don't know. Well, I also think that's I, whatever. We don't have to talk about it too much, but I think that's what your father prepared you for. Right. Because he would have done Because he wanted thing. you to, hey, there's going to be times when this feels insurmountable, like my death. Right. And you got to be able to put on that game face and keep going, kid. And, and that's what, so, yes. you know, I know when my dad died, I thought in my head, man. You prepared me well for this. I appreciate that. Yes. You know? I mean, one of the last things my dad says to me is, please take care of your mom. Right. I think that means more than just making sure that she's got a roof over her head and all that. He, he's saying, don't be the person crying on her shoulder exactly. when this happens. Let her be the one. You're the adult. Of course. Let her, let, you know, you're an adult now. She's obviously an adult, too. But let her cry on your shoulder. Let this be. You got to lead, her, man. And you got to lead. You got to so, lead this family. I led this family. Now you got to lead it. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. You know, that's how I felt my dad felt when he passed like hey sorry man yeah this all leans on you now yeah so yeah. you know put on your game face absolutely you know? that's what you got to do and then the truth is you know nurse jen on our twitch if you want to watch us twitch.tv slash church laszlo she makes a really good point and i think this is true and 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 i'm happy that she admitted it because it starts out and she says i wish men were allowed to cry Although I dated a man who cried a lot and it turned me off. So jury's still out. There is, I think there's something in women too. Yeah. Where they are, if you're crying all the time or even, you know, crying, to, I mean, all the time is a lot for right. anybody. But, if you're, you know, it's like, Cry hey, you got to lead, man. Right. You know, and I get it. And it's unfair expectations. I'm not complaining. It's great to be a white guy. Right. But there's, there are unfair expectations on everyone. Right. And even. And even that is most... one of them. The guys are like, yo. And. You know, people say, well, you know, that's toxic masculinity and I wish it would change. Yeah, but... Okay, but do you really? Uh, exactly. Do you really think we hope that that would change? Because I think you think that. Yes. But I, I, I think it, it, if everybody started doing it, maybe you'd think maybe that's not a good idea. Right. right? And no matter, I think that there are plenty of people who are... And there should be a happy medium. I agree with that. But I don't think everybody, you know, I, I think there are times when you got to stand up and lead. And, and leading... You can't do it with Crying tears sometimes. in your face, yes. right? And, and, and there's more than just that, those <clears throat> instinctual things that I think even woke people, people who consider themselves as woke and as in touch with all that stuff as possible and liberal and you know, bleeding heart, that they still, whether they admit it or not, they have these certain instincts that come to mind. Like, I'll give you an example. Um, uh, lesbian, we got a friend, lesbian couple, they got married, they got a new place, right? And... Uh, I was talking to Brooke about it, and I was like, you know, because they, they were talking about all the security that they put around the house, uh, cameras and all kinds of motion sensors, and uh, the door, the, the doors automatically lock. They've got those power locks, but like once you close the door, it automatically locks so that you can't forget. So the place is always locked up like Fort Knox, and it's totally, like I say, covered in cameras. And I said, you know, I understand that, I guess, like as two women living there, who is it? 
when the when there's a noise downstairs, if you right, wake up and hear noise, who do they send? And I, and I told Brooke, I said, look, it's stupid because what am I going to do? I said, you you know me, you don't think I'm a tough guy in any way, but when there's a noise, you you do send me. Well, and, I mean, in, the, we in raised, the house, you're tougher right, than her, right? And and we are also raised to just know, like, listen, this is part of the deal. Whether it's our parents explicitly telling us that, or it's just the media and everything else, you know, as a guy. Right. That when you, you get into that there. house and it's the two of you, that you're going to have to be the one. And you may be thinking, why am I doing this? I <laughs> right. don't want to do this. Why right. is it women and children first? Why can't I hide underneath right. the bed? But it is. You got to go, go. You hear the noise, you go down. Yes. That's it. You're the guy. That's yes. the job. Yes. And honest to God, this last week, this is less than a full week ago, I was in bed. Brooke comes into the bedroom because she gets up before me. She comes into the bedroom. It's like 7 o'clock in the morning. She wakes me up. And she's trembling. And I was like, what? And she goes, someone just opened the door and shined a flashlight through the front door. And I'm like, what? So what do I have to do? I'm also just totally tired, but I have to get up, put on a shirt, right. you know, walk to the front door. Also, I'm a little freaked out. Like, why is someone shining right, a flashlight? It's still kind of dark out. Now, apparently we had like one of those Amazon deliveries. It was an overnight oh, yeah, thing. Yeah. But I don't understand. Now, they put it between the doors. So it had to be this person. They put it between the storm door and the door. But... Why did they shine? She's like, I am positive. I, the door opened, and then they shined a flashlight. I've seen my camera on there. Why would they shine a light I, in I don't, there? I don't think it's necessarily shining a light. Now, I it have seen a picture of yes, the thing. That's what I said. Yeah. I said they had to have been taking a picture of the yeah. thing, although I did not receive a picture. And she swears that it was longer than a flash. She's like, no, there was a... But in that moment, your brain could right, be telling sure. you lots of things. But this or is she could have used that, depending on, do you have your address lit up? <clears throat> right, right. Because no. my address is on the side of the house. Yeah. And I have seen him on my ring camera go up and look at the light. Okay. Like, you're like, oh, am I at the right? I mean, it's 4 o'clock in the morning, so they shine the light on the edge, then they walk up to the porch. I think they were probably taking a picture of yeah. the package, and she saw it through the windows of the front door. But the information I'm getting, and I don't know there's a package that's been delivered, so the information I'm getting is that someone just opened the storm door while I was sitting right there and then shined a light through the window. Right. And I'm thinking, what am I going to do about this, right? Yeah. Other than what you could do, which is call the cops, I guess, if there's actually somebody out there. But, but it's just an actual I mean, thing. you have a gun. I know. And, uh, so that's what you do about it. What I know. You, you well, cock the shotgun. She, she has the same access to it. You know what I mean? But it's my job to know. She's already dressed. It's now right. my job, though, to put on a T-shirt. And, and well, it's something that happens. Like, uh, the other day, my cat was at the back door trying to get in, right? Mm-hmm. So I let him in. I'm like, how the hell do you get out? But, you know, must, somebody must open the door. Don't think about it. Go to bed. I don't sleep. I, I get up like every two hours, right? Go downstairs, get something to drink. I look, and the cat's at the back door. What? I'm like, what okay, are you yeah, doing, weird. man? Yeah. So I let him in, and then I'm like, oh, I wonder if I left the garage door open. Because mm. we were out there eating, watching sports, right? And so I did. I didn't close it this far. So, just so he's just going out and then walking around. So I just go over there, boom. But you got to pull it down. So it's like, boom, and it goes down. I come out of the garage, and my oldest is walking towards there. He's like, did you just, somebody's pulling the garage door down. And so did he was going to go, go check, it, check out? it out. He was going to go check it out. And I said, yo, I, get me first. Right, that's what I was going to say. Why I looked in your room. You weren't there. I thought maybe you needed help. I said, well, where's Chacho? He goes, I told him to stay up here. See, it's it just, just goes, right, just goes by generation. Exactly. Like, I said, yo, I don't know where dad is. Stay there, close the door. I got this. Right, go right? And then he comes out. It's just, that's it. Yeah. And, right? and, and, and look, again, I can't emphasize then this I'm enough. like, I get up there, I'm like, yo, you're old enough to come down here and help us. Right. If there is someone coming through this garage, <laughs> right. it'd be three on one, not two enough. on one, well, you're safe. 
Let's yeah, go. True. You're getting there, buddy. You're the you're one who plays there. football. Let's go. Yeah, he's like, I was just following rules. Two baseball yeah. players down there getting our asses kicked, will you? <laughs> don't need everybody in the same room at the same time. Someone needs to be able go. to call 911. But yeah, I just wonder. I was like, yeah, I don't know. And also, if you are, you know, like if in, in, in a lesbian couple or a woman living alone or whatever, I, I understand why you would feel scared. Of or course. at least, you know, even more of scared. Course. We can all be scared of noises in the night, no matter what. Or Do they just pick one? Is it the dominant one? The masculine one? I can't one? tell which one Am is because say that? a lot of times those roles are obvious. Yeah. But in theirs, well, it's not. Of course not. they're obvious. I know. In this one, it's not at all because, uh, you know, like one drives all the time, right? Okay. But then, like, the other one is the one who fixes stuff around the oh, house. Really? They, they do different which things. Which one walks? What, you know, what? like... Uh, There's not one mask, uh, right? No, you like say like it's one of them butch, a little bit. One of them's butch, but neither of them are. But bo- one of them usually walks like a you know a little bit no. more of a purpose in their stride. Yeah, you know what no. I mean? You would not. I don't think you. I mean, I don't maybe, know if I'm allowed to be saying any of this, but probably not. But I don't think. But I'm not wrong. Maybe lesbians could say, "Oh, I could, I could tell you know if I just saw one of them." But I don't. Th- I think so. You wouldn't. Certainly, none of us would look at either of them on their own and go, "Probably a lesbian." There's no, okay. no, nothing. There's no. So it's not obvious. And I'm intrigued by this. Like, who yeah. does the driving? Oh, you do all the driving. Oh, okay. But you're the one who's fixing stuff around the house. Okay. So then it's like this hmm. question of, well, who checks out the noises in the night? Right. You know. And, but I feel you know they are fairly. I would say woke. Uh, I don't know if woke's the right word, but I know that sure. I could, I know I'm not, and I know that I could probably offend them accidentally and not mean to. So I try to be a little careful with things like, well, who the hell's checking the front door? You know, because I don't right. want to elicit some sort of response like, oh, like you're so tough, you're going to go check the front door? Like, well, I mean, no, but I, I'm not. No, tough, I'm asking yeah, for when check. you guys are over, you can do it at my house too, bitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, all right. I want to talk about coming up here. Everyone knows, everyone has a friend who's been like uh, perpetually single. Single, you know, just, just single. You have, uh, you have friends. You, I know you've got to have a friend that's been single for a long yeah, yeah, time. Yeah. And just like does Best it. man at my wedding. Right. And that's what I was Forever. thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. And I do think that when they talked about this, it's not your friend who's maybe currently single. If it's someone who dates and they're just single right now, I don't think that that counts. But maybe if they date a lot, but those relationships never last more than a couple of weeks, that might count. You know what I mean? But what is the reason that your friend, and we'll discuss this next, but what is the reason that your friend is single? Like, you can't tell them. Well, maybe right. you can't tell them. You don't feel comfortable telling them. But you know what it is. What's the reason? Because yeah. people were sharing, like, these are the most common things yeah. that people said about, okay. this is why my friend's I know single. For, I, yeah. I want to see if yours is on there. Okay. I'll try and, t- and tell. I've got a couple. I'll try and see if uh, I can do it without giving too much away. The Church of Laszlo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yo! Yo! What's going on? Why is your friend still single? So I saw this conversation online over the weekend. And, of course, you can't help but think about the person that you know who's single. And, again, I don't think that this is necessarily talking about your friend who has been in relationships or just got out of a relationship or whatever and happens to be single right now. But if they – it could include people that maybe they do date, but it's only for short amounts of time and they seem Uh, to be mostly single. No, I'm not looking at you. You were married. You were married for a while. So these are the people that – Sure, but, you know, you did it. (laughs) And – you know, maybe because you didn't do some of the things on here another, is why you, know, you were Another you thing were my married. father taught me. Which is what? Keep your head down. I'm sorry to be miserable. Oh, I thought what are you, you expecting say, it to be nice? I thought you it's get, life. It's hard. You're unhappy. I thought you were going to say he taught you to, to be miserable in your marriage and just stick with it. Just stay in it. That's Who what cares? I'm saying. That's yeah. what he okay. said. Okay. Let's keep uh, going. Yeah, Jesus that was definitely Christ. part of their generation's thing. Like, well, this isn't really. You but know. you tell oh, yeah. the time how how great divorce is and how much you love it. I do, yeah, yeah. No, right? Hey, so we all learn. They, they can be wrong about it. Yeah, they can be wrong. I'll be like, Dad, I'm unhappy. Now we're all unhappy, right? I've Go got to a, work. I've got a friend who I'm I'm almost certain now. I'm I'm 41. He's the same age. Well, yes, my divorce is great. Yes, yeah, and I suggest it to great. everyone, uh, even if you're happy. Well, that's you'll be happy. That's you'll be, I'm just okay. I don't know that that's All right. true. Well, I'm just telling you, you weren't happy. So this, that's your advice. Is someone that's what you lived your experience. You know from your right. experience. Yeah, I'm just saying, an unhappy person. I don't know. You're gonna be happier. Happily married person is gonna be happier. You're gonna be happier. You think you're happy. So you're just caught in a cage. You don't know how to get out. I know who your single but friend you can. is. I know who your single friend is. Costly. Well, it can be costly for people. I know who your single friend but is. And that's I was, ladies. That's how you know too. If a guy divorces you, what? Because I know ladies like get as much money as you can from him. get as much money right in in the court system and those things like you know pay this, pay that, pay this. That's the way it works. And really, it, it's uh, you know you just have to think about it. The more that you get from him is the more he thought it was worth it. Well, that's true. In some way, right? They're like, I took seventy, like Tiger Woods or whatever. You know, I took half a billion dollars. Like, yeah, worth it. Because a lot of guys don't get get divorced because of the money. Of course, they're like, no, it's too expensive. So that whatever that guy gives in a divorce, or that girl in the opposite way now, you know, in twenty twenty three, if she's like, you know, I'll pay alimony and child support for all this time. That's how much they literally thought was worth it. Yeah, to not have to live in the same house with you anymore. Yeah. Well, that's true. Uh, so divorce people don't don't count, I don't think, because they they got married. But that friend that you have that seems to have a tough time dating or being in a long term relationship, I have one that I, I as far as I know, his last quote unquote girlfriend was in the eighth grade, and I'm not kidding. They okay. dated for like maybe a couple months, and since then, at least as far as I know, he has not dated anyone. Like I don't even think for a minute. Now his situation is unique because I don't really know if how hard he's trying or if he tries at all. So I almost feel like that's a separate kind of thing because it makes more sense if you're looking at the people you know who say they'd like to be in a relationship, who try to date, and it never works because then you can say, I know why this isn't working. And this was what people were discussing is, 
I know why my friend is is still single, but I'm not you know not in the position to tell them. I wouldn't want to. I tell think there's them a lot this. of probably a lot of different and there reasons. can be more than one of these that uh, apply. To no, I hear your from friend. women that they're only attracted to guys who are for whatever reason you know father issues, emotionally unavailable guys. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're like, man, I, you know, I need to prove my love to this person and get their love and affection because I never really got it from my father. So then you chase emotionally unavailable guys. And what happens? Yeah. They never really give you that. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I, the validation or whatever the word is we use nowadays. I think the thing that I see the most often is um, Taoism, people not understanding what it is. Uh, and so they certainly don't recognize it when it's happening. Right. I'm like, wait, so now. You suddenly don't like this person anymore because they like you a lot. Yes. You know what I mean? Or also, you don't realize that because you like this person a lot, you, you don't need to tell them constantly how much you like them because that right. might the turn them away. It turns, right. some, some people love it. I think Snow Gone would love cleanliness. I'm being honest. Like, if they were like, hey, I want to sit yeah. next to you on the guy, like, like, every, like, for sure. You got to find that person. The then right, there's person. A, right, of course. Then you got to find the right person. Yeah. There's but, plenty of people like, yo, you know. We're not in a James Bond movie. We don't need to text each other our whereabouts all the time. Right. Right? But I think Snow's going to be like, hey, where are you? I'm here. I'm here. I'm doing this. I feel oh, yeah. like... I like texting a lot. For right. Sure. But especially... Like, uh, we're talking about I don't people, really care where you are. Especially why people... Are we talk, just, why are we talking about this? Like, what? Yeah, that ain't me. But if you just met, like if you just met this person, you're in the <clears> dating scene, and now you've matched with someone, and you're just starting to get to know this person, that's where I see this come into play a lot. And I'm like, okay, you know, the last time you were the one doing it, and it pushed that person sure. away. Now it's happening to you. How do you not recognize you what find, this is? Because you got to find that person who plays sports in your sport. You got to find two clingy people have to find clingy people. Yeah. One I, clingy person can't find someone who's not. That's just it. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. most of the time, that clingy person, male or female, is the one looking for approval from their father, their mother, whatever. And so they, they are finding... People who are emotionally unavailable who think this person is way too clingy. Right, but you, but it can work both ways. But you ways. have to change who you are. I, I, because there are people who are, I've seen them be clingy, and it messes things up for them, and then I've seen them immediately get turned <laughs> off because someone is being what they think is clingy. And I'm like, they're of being course. less clingy than you were with the last of person. Course. You know, so it's that to me is Taoism, perfect example of Taoism. I think it's kind of the definition of it. Right. And I'm like, you need to learn about this. You need to remember that we are, you got that's what playing it cool is all about. Remember they said yes. play cool? Wait two days to call after you got the phone right. number, all those old things. That was all just ways of dealing with Taoism. And, right. and it seems like a lot of people are unaware of it. So clinginess is a big one. And it was one of the top things that people said. Like they're just, they're too clingy. Um, they need constant validation. And, it makes it hard for them to commit to someone or for anyone else to commit to them. That that was a common thing people said. That's why my friend is single. So I have seen that. The friend that I'm going to use in my mind, who's actually a girl, uh, that would not be, I don't think, as far as I know, that that's her reason for being single. Because in the, in the beginning, I used to be like, why is she single? You know, She's attractive. She's really cool. I just don't get it. Why is she single? And I know that she tries to date, so it's not one of those things. I don't get it. You don't and then the more so I learned, mean to punky. No, it's not her. <laughs> exactly uh, what I was thinking. Too. No, yeah, and again, she's been in. Like, no, not her. It's not. It's not her. Uh, <laughs> it's it, it's seriously not. Well, even but, if it's not her, the fact that two other people's that popped into their head. Exactly so. what I thought. <laughs> no, not her. But again, I don't. But think by the way, if she's listening, you should take it as a compliment to some degree. We know you're single, but we also said you're cool. Oh yeah, you're pretty. You're smart. You're funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and she does date though, like yeah, yeah, long term you know, relationships. So to me, that's different than the person who just can't ever seem to find a relationship or get into a relationship. They're just, they're single and they can't, they can't get out of it. You know, they don't right. want to be single, but they, they, they are. 
So clingy was a, was a big one. I don't know what your friend, what the first thing comes to mind when you think about your buddy who's been single forever, because we know that he doesn't, he never set out to be single his whole life. No. And he's definitely he tried two to two really date. long-term relationships. Yeah. Two. But it's, how long ago was the, the last one? I mean. We're talking 20 years. It's been a long time Like ago. long, lived together, two of them. Because I and think when I first have moved met on and you, have kids. I think when I first met you, he was dating that one. Probably. Uh, and she was younger, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, since then, it's been like nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. nothing. But he does, uh, as far as we know, he's, he's, he sort of tries, or at least he's open so. to the idea. Maybe he's given I don't up. Think, yeah, I think, you know. At some point, I guess. He well, he just talking to me the other day. He's like, yeah, I just finished my master's at Michigan. I'm like, what are you still doing taking college classes, man? Yeah. You know. I mean, like my brother said he gave up. He openly said it. Like, I don't. He, and he admitted, he's like, I am not good at giving. So I, I'm not the kind of person, in a relationship, you have to be able to give. You have to be able to concede. And he goes, I'm not good at conceding. If someone says something I think is stupid or dumb or whatever, I can't let it go. He's like, so with a, a woman in a relationship, he's like, that's not going to work because no. I'm going to drive them nuts all the time and they're going to drive I think there's a couple things that pop up to me to, about him, but you know he was a music producer. Your friend, yeah. Yeah, and he would do, he worked for years producing music and soundtracks and bands and all kinds of stuff. But he had a studio, and it was just him. Yeah. And he would go in there at 9 o'clock in the morning and stay all day, all night. And the only people he would talk to are emails, texts, sending stems, like, hey, what do you think of this? It's just... And I think after a while, there was some sort of lack of real social skill. Yeah. Where you're just not practicing that anymore. And like anything else, you're not talking to anyone. Yeah. You are sitting in a dark room by yourself six to seven days a week working on one thing and you're not, you're not talking to anybody. Yeah. You know? And it, you're like, okay, it's hard to meet people. you need to talk. Not only is it hard to and meet to people, when you do meet them, you're like, you need to practice your, your right. skills. Your practice your skills, skills. right? Yeah. Because when I would see him, and even for me, you know, best friends forever, he would just talk about what he's doing, and it wouldn't stop. Okay, so there's And yours. I'm like, dude, so what you're are given you? the explanation of what, you know, the background, but basically what it is is he talks too much. Because that's the... Ne- and it's, he talks yeah, about himself a, too much. He can't figure it's not out, interesting. And it, it may not be even about himself. He can't figure out that you've stopped paying that attention. That you're not interested anymore. I'm not yeah. interested in what you're interested in. Yep. And you're just going to keep going. I talk to him, you know, twice a month and half the time in the car. I'm like... Right, and he doesn't recognize that you've zoned out of this. Yeah, no, I'm like, I look, oh yeah. So that's in my, in my head. I'm like, I, I quit listening to what was going on 20 minutes ago. That's perfect because that's the next thing on the list. It so we, we've gone in order, yeah, because that was the next one on the list. Is that they talk too much, or they talk and the person is uninterested in what they're saying and they don't right. recognize it, or even worse, they said they talk too much because they're self-centered, which can be that's kind of that's a separate thing. No, I think those I think are he thinks things. in his head it's so interesting, right? How can you not be interested you in this? Interested I was making this. this record. With blah, 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 and then blah, and after a while, and then, but, so that part of it's interesting. You're engaged. Like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, but then we had to take the fourth stem on this, and you're like, okay. <laughs> right. Okay. And, and This you conversation think- should have ended with you mastered the chili peppers. <laughs> like, that's it. Do you, do you worry, like, do you imagine him on a date, would you worry that he doesn't ask about her enough? Like, is he the kind of guy that you're worried that he doesn't know to do that? That he's not asking her enough questions? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But he certainly, you know, by the time it was ready for her to tell her him about her, yeah, it would have been a while. Right. It and she's already like, I've already made up my mind about this guy. <laughs> right. Uh, the next thing that people said, which I thought this was interesting, is that their friend has an unappealing internet record, meaning 
you know, it's common when people first meet that they'll Google someone, look them up, especially if it's online dating. They want to see who they're talking to. And, of course, they want to check out your social media and all that. So if you have posts that are going back years on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and a lot of it looks unappealing, and I don't have a friend like this that I know of, but I thought that was interesting that people say, we know someone who has this. This is a problem. They should try and scrub some of their older stuff, but they don't. And we know that when they're meeting people, they're looking them up. And they're hmm. seeing all this stuff. That's a new thing. I wouldn't necessarily. I mean, not that social media is new, but I, even if I were to meet someone, I would go through. Yeah, sure. I go through their Instagram or whatever. Yeah. But re- I don't think I'm. I. I would never go through their Instagram looking for something that I thought unappealing. Well, and you, like, you, you and I don't have an instinct to person. Google them necessarily. I might, but you I'm might. just saying. I, I would be more, you know, like, oh, I wonder what their life's about. Like, I wouldn't, like, if I got to a point where it's like, oh, look, this is when they were dating this guy, and here's what they did for fun, I wouldn't think, well, boy, I'm not like that. Right, but right, I, don't that turns me off. I don't know what else these people you know, might have on their unappealing Well, I mean, unless, thing, unless it was like, I murdered people, or here's me, you know, I, I you know. They could have had some political views that the, when they were right. young that are a little outdated now. Or, but that's, that still wouldn't change until I got to, you know, talk to them. Yeah. They could be like, yeah, no, I really was all in, you know, I, I was raised by my dad, I voted for Bush, and, you know, but now, you know, I'm not. Okay, well, whatever you posted six years ago, I don't care about. Yeah. I, I mean, don't care about. I'm not, I don't care. If I saw old I'm actually probably like, looking, if I'm, if we're dating and I scroll through your Instagram, I'm probably just looking for hot pictures. But if you're looking, if you're, if you're trying to find a, a serious relationship and you do Google, and I know women do this a lot, they, they Google, they start looking stuff up. I mean, soon as... Brooke's sisters meet someone. The first thing Brooke's doing is they're looking online to find out everything they yeah, can. She said that. in high school, her and her friend always did that. Do you? And that's just not, no, it doesn't cross my mind down? to do, do you that. you Google them and find I, out their history? No, the Google, no. I just I, check social media. Right. right. And when you're going through social media, you're not looking for something like, this is going to bother me. No. I, really, you're looking like, oh, look, she looks hot here. She's yeah. in Hawaii. Yeah, good looking yeah. Yeah. But but if That's you, exactly I want to see. Uh, yeah, she's Right, hot. me too. But if you look at more of these. If you found old pictures of her LARPing or at a furry convention, you wouldn't bother me. Might not bother you, but for some people, you? some people it might. It if it was last week. If it was last week. Right, but if it was anything outside of a Five, year. six years ago. Even a year, right? Like, if they were yeah. like, oh, I was really into this last year, I'd be like, whatever, I don't care. It's not a, it's not a deal breaker. No. If it was last year, I might want to talk to you about it. You know, if it comes up. If it didn't not... even come up. If they were like, I was a furry last year, I'd be like, whatever, I don't care, man. Right. But your past really, I, I can't imagine what you would do in your past that would make me question our future. It's always something that's I, come really, up with I, me, I, but... Like, if you could do that to me, then. I, you know what? I'm not interested. That was really sweet, Laszlo. Well. Yeah. I don't know what you could do in your past that would make me question our future. Yeah, I'll figure it out on my own. I don't need to judge you because of your past mistakes or your past decisions. Right. You, maybe you learn from them. I learn from them, right? We all learn from them. Well, uh, that's the whole thing. Like, people are always asking, you know, like, you know, how many people did you sleep with? I don't care. Why yeah. would that have anything to do with me? I never care. Right? I don't care who you were. Uh, I don't you know. care. No. Yeah, I, and what you've I don't. been. Now, if after the second you day, you're like, you as know. As long as you love me. Yeah, there well, you go. Um, let's not get We're getting sweet crazy, here. But, it was a Backstreet Boys song, guys. Uh, but yeah, I would think, you know. Right over my head there. All those things will come out. I, and there may be things like, maybe there's something where I'm like, hmm. Uh, maybe I'll keep an eye on that. Well, I wish and maybe even more like, you know, like, like example, oh, man, we met in the wintertime, and this winter is going well, but. I'm scrolling through, and boy, it looks like in the summer you like to hike a lot. Right, that could at yeah. least, I might be like, let's, all right, I'm good now, because we're not really doing anything in the wintertime, but. I'm curious uh, if, the, come, I wish, 
someone could tell us what April, they're talking about. April, if she's like, you want to go hiking because I'm into that. Right, that I, may be something I assume I need that's to think not about. what they're talking about. But again, I do wish that they would have given examples of like this is what is on their you know the, their friend's internet pass that they're so right. worried about. The next reason that they, that people say they think their friend is single is because the person can't stop living in the past. All they do is talk about the past, talk about high school, talk about, and that that just turns people off. I don't have many friends like that, but I know I see it in the movies, and I'm sure those people exist. But all they do is talk about. You know, Bobby, being, man, like, are you kid. talking about like Al Bundy? I scored five touchdowns. Well, like maybe or you're like, like, hey, because I keep learning about your past. Just talking about it a lot. High school. About me and my friends like, did this. Me, you know, one me. weekend we did this. Like, all me. you talk about is high school. We're forty. You know, what are you doing? That wouldn't bother me because I feel like you're just letting me in on your past, which is now made is a part of you that you've become, and I'm not aware of any of that stuff. Right. Uh, so, the yeah. next one is that they said their friends just don't know how to sell themselves. Like, you have to believe that there's interesting <clears throat> things about you or have something interesting about you to sell to the other person that there's something interesting about you. You, you have to be able to at least sell yourself. And if you don't think that there's anything interesting about yourself, well, you're going to have to lie about it a little bit oh. and make yourself s- somewhat intriguing because you have to sell yourself when you meet someone. That's part of the deal. And some people do it naturally, but other people need to learn how to do it. And that one makes sense to me, too. Now, these other ones to seem... To a degree. Th- these seem I'm always more, more surprised that you find something interesting. Right. I, I'm not I, selling I, you. I'm I, like, wow, they, you, uh, exactly. well, if you find me interesting, oh, that's, I didn't try course. to sell that to you. And that's but, what I mean by naturally. Some people, right. it's just, it's, and may, maybe it's just their life, too. But now the next one we're getting into stuff that makes perfect sense, which is that they say their friend just has unrealistic expectations for a partner. Like, it's okay to have standards, but when they have to be perfect, you're going yeah. to be single. And I, 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 I know friends of friends who I've heard these stories of, you know, it's like, God, what was going on with them? I thought they were dating. Oh, no, she didn't like him because she found out that. Uh, you know, he liked this band or whatever. Like, we're right, 30 yeah. some years old. What yeah. are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. So, the unrealistic expectations thing is, I think, common. Then the top three are they smell bad, bad hygiene, well, they, the yeah. bad breath. Um, and you don't know how to tell them, like, Yo, you, you know, you got bad breath often. I'm afraid that when you go on these dates, you got bad breath. I know uh, someone who. That just seems like a thing that, that wouldn't bother you know? if you were in a relationship. That seems like something you're like, well, I, I, why even go further on the second day? Exactly. Right? And it's like, I think that's a lot of things. I, I, well, I think that if, you don't, if you're not aware of it and you're not doing something about it, because people aren't likely to tell you, dude, your breath for the last like, year has been terrible. I don't know what's wrong. I, and you're going out on dates. You could easily suspect, like, yeah, I know why he's not going on more dates, right. because he's, his breath smells terrible, or he's got BO, or whatever. Um, then the final two is that... Uh, number two is, is, is basically attitude issues. They say that their friend is just too negative. They're negative about everything. They're pessimistic. They're glass half full kind of people or half empty kind of people. And they're always trying to find ways to shoot things down, to be negative about things. Yeah. And it's just that is just That's a mean. personality or uh, an attitude issue. And then number one reason that they say uh, their friend is single is a, a more specific character issue like – a person who thinks he thinks he's nice, but he's not as nice as he thinks he is. He thinks or she thinks they are like this, but it's not who they are at all. And people can see that very early on. If they're trying to sell themselves that way, they're going to get found out quickly. So maybe they're too confident. Um, maybe they have absolutely no self-esteem. Right. Maybe they have a complete lack of control when it comes to anything. Sure. Whatever it is, those are like the actual characters where at that point you're going, but I would that's think not a fun those- person to date. Wouldn't those things wouldn't make someone single? 
in the sense of what you put this at, because to me, to find out those things, you've probably dated you for a little bit. You need to know for a while, I would think. You know yes. what I mean? It would take a little bit to be like, man, that person has... I'm guessing on your first couple of dates, you're not just like pulling a snow cone and pulling your car over and trying to beat up a 60-year-old man on the side of the road. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wonder where that was going. takes a little bit of time yeah. before the person you're dating sees that in you. Well, right? zero self-esteem they might see. Right? <coughs> that could Maybe, be uncomfortable. Be whole, They've know, got no self-esteem and they're so like uncomfortable. still there's time. You know what I mean? Like time before you're like, you man, they're just you. nervous. Yeah. And a total lack of self-control, I guess that could manifest itself as just you go out on the first date and they get blacked out drunk and, you know... You're like, well, I guess, you know. No well, that, again, that's dating shot. in your own ball field. I like to find, find someone, someone who is like, yeah, right, right. let's get blackout drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I that think, is not a turn off, by the way. I think. For me. Uh, if they're like, hey, we went out and got blacked out drunk. I'm like, yeah, we did. Right. You can find that person. Let's date more. You, you can find that person. My, the, find them. The, the reason that I think my friend is single is not on here. I know this sounds weird, and I'm just, you know, making this up because it's, it's the only thing I can figure. But she's really close with her dad. And mm-hmm. I honestly think that when she, I just assume that when she dates people, she doesn't think that they're as good as her dad, she, right? She's comparing them to her dad. And it could also be that she doesn't think they're good enough to introduce to her dad. I mean, she is so close oh. with her dad. She's such a daddy's girl that that's my, that, that's what I've come up with is, is with the way she talks about her dad, which she talks about her dad a lot. They're extremely close wow. and always have been. I just can't, because she's cool, she's attractive, all these things, and I'm, and I'm like, but what? But she breaks up with people and you think I don't know, I, but she can't get into a, a serious relationship, and I just wonder if it has something to do with, with that, that closeness with her dad. Well, sure, I mean, really? there could be a million different daddy. It's just like, yeah. these guys don't live up to her dad. Exactly. All of that, but... Or I don't want to introduce them to well, dad. Well, that would be good enough, extreme or, and weird. Right, I think The daddy you know, issue saying wouldn't be weird, but like, I really like this guy, but I don't think he's good enough to introduce to my dad. Dad, that's or just comparing him like Mike. He's not as good. as I think my the dad. comparables absolutely. Are, that absolutely when you think happens daddy all the time. issues, you think bad dad, but it can be the dad yeah, that they're course. a little too close to of as course. well. So, the Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo, What's going on, kid. We're doom scrolling, Do it. man. All right, uh, we talked about this already a little bit, but Kelsey and Swift, Taylor yeah. and Travis. What was the new one? Oh, Ta- Tav- Tavis. Is that what they were saying? Anyhow, people still. Uh, I don't know if they're as excited as they were a couple weeks ago, but they're still pretty damn excited. And there were some hmm. Instagram photos that were posted, a few of them, and of course, one of them got all the attention, and that would be the one of her kissing Kelsey on the cheek. That's. Big news for people, I guess, because, you know, we haven't seen a ton of photos or video of them together. It's been a little bit, but yeah. not a bunch. So we'll take whatever we can get. The new picture the duo dropped yesterday sent the Internet into a tailspin. I don't know if you guys have had a chance oh. to see these. A series of snapshots. Taylor posing between Travis and his teammate with his partner. But it's that kiss. Wow. The kiss. Every kiss begins with K. That K stands oh, for Kelsey. Mm. <laughs> I wish I was that. Like, hey, up romance like that. to the musical that charts. Our buddy good. Taylor Swift now from her 2019 hit Cruel Summer. It is now the Billboard Hot 100 number one spot. Her 10th track to reach that milestone off the Lover album. The song's featured in both the tour and the box office winning film. So this is the she's got that look in her eyes. She likes him. I think they like you can, Well, too. you can see it. Like the way she's looking at him. Mm. You know, you're like, oh, you, you really like him. Like you like him. Well, his family likes her. Did you see, did you read the, uh, there was an interview in People Magazine that Travis's dad did. You know, we've seen pictures of 
of her and Travis's mom. I've together. seen pictures of her with yeah. his dad too. Oh, you have? Okay, mm-hmm. I hadn't seen those. But his dad, uh, Ed Kelsey, said very nice things about her. He said that she's very, very sweet and charming. And he said, I'll tell you something very special that I noticed about Taylor the first time I met her. He said, We're sitting in the suite. She gets up in the front of the room and she gets up to go get a drink or something like that. And she starts picking up empty bottles cans, plates that are scattered around. Oh, because in the suites, video. everybody gets stuff and, and you put it down wherever you can. She was just picking up for there everybody. There was a video on Twitter going around of someone taping her and she was like picking up trash. Okay, I okay. didn't see that. But he, he talked about it and he said, I don't she think... She seems like a good person. I'm being honest. She like, really I don't, does. I don't. He said, I don't think she got the diva memo. She doesn't seem like a spoiled musician. No. She doesn't know uh, how to pull that off and that really, to me, said a whole lot. So yeah. there you go. I think she seems like that kind of person. Already she seems like, dad over. Like, a, like a good person. I agree with that. Yeah. And has handled fame fairly well. No scandals, really, like at all. No. When you've been incredibly I mean, famous right. for 15 years. Yeah. Right. I mean, people get excited about who she I dates. Think it's hard. I mean, she's dated a lot of people. Right. They but, can criticize you know, her writing whatever. songs. So is everyone about. else that age. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, she, I guess she hasn't had a, a scandal. No, she seems like a good person. It. And she is very famous. And what did you just say? That's the 10th song to go number one off the same album. Mm. Is that what he said? So you've got 10 number one. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised by any of this because it seems like everything she does. She, she can redo, anything, a, redo an album she already did, right? Straight to number and one. And then have every song. And we read those stats about how many songs at one time she had on the now, do you guys what, we're top like 200. Music? I don't know I'm it. Really. Nah, no. I mean, there's a few songs I don't mind, but I, I never put it on, you no. know, intentionally. Does Bon Pop like her? He likes um, Antihero, like one of her new singles. That's a song? Okay. Yeah, he likes that. I don't know. No, I just don't it. know it. And I, what I've heard, I don't. But that doesn't You're surprise saying, me. Right. I don't. I mean, I'm not I, like, I how could anyone like this? Yeah, I think like, it's yeah. got its place or whatever. Yeah. It's fine. There's you a know? few songs that are okay. It's just not anything that I would listen to. I haven't listened to it enough to know. Uh, and not even that I think it's bad. I just think, you know, we've talked about it before. Music, you know, time is finite. Mm hmm. And you don't have a lot of time to listen to music <laughs> right. in your life. So, right. like, what, you know. If this isn't. And you got to pick. You. It's almost like movies. Like, hey, I only got time to watch one movie tonight. Yeah. You know? I'm not going to watch that. And she doesn't make it. It may be fine. Right. You know? Exactly. It's not. I don't think she's targeting us. us. You know what I mean? I would know because I feel like I would have friends who share similar tastes of music and be like, hey, you know, what's actually kind of good. Yeah, I know. And I don't, I've never heard that. I, I think I know her voice well enough now that if I hear one of her songs, there's a chance I recognize that it's her. But I guarantee there are other songs that could be playing in the background that are her that I wouldn't know for sure. I might, oh, I might guess it's somebody else. I couldn't name. I, shake it off. I know that. I've uh, heard it. You stole that one mm-hmm. from me. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't name another one. Yeah, I can name a I, I used mean, to maybe know that first one. The girl like, oh, next yeah. door, the girl in front of you. The, I used to know that I one a little know. bit. There's right that, in front of your face. I think the big one was or, like that love story song. Boy, I don't know. That was like the first know. big single. Taylor Swift's most famous song. Uh, I guess the one I'm talking about, she's probably still been a country artist. I could name a bunch. Boy bad, Next Door. Bad Blood was a big one. Oh, Bad Blood, okay. Yeah, yeah. Bad oh, yeah, Blood. Yeah, yeah. I wish uh, I like with her. Blank now space. we've got Bad Blood. about her and Katy Perry, maybe? I'm not that sure. Like, uh, was that the rumor? Track? Blank Space was big. Welcome to New York. Getaway Welcome Car. to New York? Would I, well, I would know that if I heard it? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I know Bad Blood. I, I, I can hear I that. I can name most of her albums. I'm not like a really huge fan. I no, just, but you're a music guy. I'm a music guy. So the new album is how new. I'm looking at these songs, now. man. I don't know any of them. The new album? Yeah. Midnight's, I think, was the most like recent that wasn't re-recorded. I think yeah. that was... That, uh, I'm assuming that's the one that Carson Daly's talking about. that was with, earlier this year? It's had 10 number one singles on it already. Yeah, it's the most recent like new one. She's been doing the re-releases, but the most recent new one, I think, is Midnight's. 
Well, her and Travis seem to be doing well, and Travis's family seems to like her, so that's all the updates I have for you on that couple today. The story oh. that Sokon, you sent this yesterday. There's a lot of songs here. I don't know any of them. They, the news had kind of come out, but it was brief. They didn't have a lot of details, but this pilot who tried to take down an airplane. Yeah, my friend sent me that story. So he is uh, riding in a jump seat in the cockpit, but he's not flying the plane. There's a pilot and a first officer, and I guess uh, staff members are allowed to fly in these jump seats if they've gone through certain things. I guess, well, they have to be an employee, they're, obviously. They're returning to the home but, base. Yeah, if they need to get somewhere, and whether or not they're allowed to sit inside the cockpit, I learned this this morning, there's supposed to be certain things that they have to meet, certain requirements that they have to meet, which, of course, I guess he did because he's an active pilot for them. So the story goes that he attempts, at least, while he's in the cockpit, to cut the engines on the airplane. He actually tried to initiate, it sounds like, some sort of fire uh, <coughs> thing that's supposed to put out fire that would also mm. cut the engine. So I guess if you have an engine fire, you, know, you cut the engine. Okay. I, I think that you just, you know, when you cut a, an engine that's on fire, the wind, the air, mm-hmm. puts that fire out because you're going so fast. But anyhow, it had something to do with the fire system and him trying to cut the engines. And the pilot and the first officer had to fight with this guy, physically struggle, and then they get him restrained and they had to walk him you know, out of the cockpit and take him to the back of the airplane where I guess they left him restrained until they landed. You'll hear in this clip audio from the pilot talking to ground control about, hey, I need police there when we land. But there were passengers. I saw interviews with passengers who said they saw this guy walking by and that they were looking at his face and how creepy it was. And I was curious. They didn't explain whether or not those passengers at that time knew what had happened. Now, the passengers now know what's happened because they've been doing interviews. But when they're talking about seeing this guy walk by, I wondered, did they know that there was some sort of commotion in the cockpit? Alaska Airlines Flight 2059, operated by Horizon Air, was headed from Everett, Washington to San Francisco Sunday night. When the airline says off-duty pilot Joseph Emerson suddenly tried to pull the engine fire suppression controls to turn off the engines at cruising altitude. The pilot and co-pilot stopped and subdued Emerson, removed him from the cockpit, then diverted the plane to Portland. We've got the uh, guy that tried to shut the engines down uh, out of the cockpit. We want law enforcement as soon as we get on the ground and park. Okay, so, I mean, pretty scary stuff. Luckily, it wasn't the... First officer trying to do this because you think if there's just two of them up there and one person decides to do it, even if you haven't locked the other guy out of the cockpit like they did in that German Wings flight, still, if you can overpower this one pilot, you might be able to take it down. At least he was outnumbered here. They did have two guys who weren't trying to cut the engines and were trying to land safely. Right. But he's being charged with attempted murder and he's got, you know, 84 counts or whatever it is for one, you know, each person that was on that airplane. Oh, right. So because, you know, I mean, that makes I mean, logical sense sure. to me. But then the big question was, What's up with this guy? With the German Wings guy, and that was the guy, by the way, who, when the pilot left to use the restroom. What is German Wings? So that was the flight from, um, that's probably been about 10 years ago now, but that was the flight where the co-pilot uh, waited for the pilot to go use the restroom. Then he locked the door. He was alone in the cockpit, which was at that time still allowed, as long as you were one of the pilots, and he intentionally crashed the plane and killed everyone on board. And they started going into his past, trying to figure out why he would have done this, and found out he did have some psychiatric issues. He'd been being treated for depression. And they changed the rules on airplanes around the world, where now, if a pilot has to use the restroom, he first has to have a flight attendant come into the cockpit, because there has to be two people in that locked cockpit at all times. You can't just okay. leave one person there more, and that's because of him. So the big question with this guy was the same thing. Why did he want to do this? What's wrong with him? Is there anything in his background that could explain this? Well, have you seen what they've just said this afternoon, or I guess Mm -hmm. earlier today, what what they think? They're saying it is possible that he may have been on psychedelic mushrooms when he Mm. tried to do this. 
So the FBI is investigating this, and you know, like I said, this guy was uh, an, an active pilot. He was just off duty, but they, for whatever reason, they must have some sort of evidence here that he was taking mushrooms. And they even said that it, um, if this is true, that it was his first time taking psychedelic mushrooms. So. You know, I don't know why you choose to do that. Someone's like, hey, man, you should try mushrooms, and you're 44 years old. You're thinking, I've never done this. Seems like a weird time to be the first time. I'll just do it and fly up there in the cockpit. Maybe not. Maybe you think, I love to fly. I feel at home in the front of the airplane, and I don't have to be the one actually flying the plane, so I don't have to worry about that. So this will be fun. I don't understand how getting high on mushrooms would suddenly make you want to kill a bunch of people. But you know mm-hmm. what? Drugs affect people differently. Usually when I take mushrooms, And maybe that's not what you think the end game is. Yeah. I mean, like maybe I'm, you're like, we have to do this maybe he got scared. I'm trying to save you yeah, because something exactly. bad's happening. He got scared right? and he's like, oh my God, there's a fire. I can see it right. or whatever. And he thinks he's saving people. Which, by the way, if that's the case, does it change how you would punish him? Obviously, yes. if, if you get drunk and you're in an accident doesn't mean and you that kill people, not, you get punished. Not, right. doesn't mean that he's not going to jail for a long time. Right. But certainly I'm like, okay. B- right. But if you're in a drunk driving but accident and someone's killed, it's right? different than if you go out and intentionally murder someone. One is right. first-degree homicide, right? The right. other is vehicular manslaughter. And you're going to jail for a long time no matter yeah. what, and it's horrifying. But, but if you can convince people that, hey, I... Well, was at least not I mean, okay. they have it. You know, it's not premeditated. I wasn't doing it right. I mean, yeah. there's, you know, yeah. they have levels of crimes yep. just for these reasons. Yep. And I got high and I grabbed that red lever and I tried to pull it and I would never do that in my right mind. So then, yeah, I guess it does change it, but it's still kind of scary. And it's also, I'm just really curious whether or not those people on the airplane had any idea. I don't think you would know. You can't hear, right? The airplane's so loud anyway. You can't hear what's going on behind that locked door. They're not going to tell you as they're struggling, ladies and gentlemen, we're struggling with someone. They're going to wait until they get the situation under control because that would be the scary thing. I would assume that you find out when the plane's been diverted and you land in Portland when you weren't supposed to, and then you see somebody getting arrested. Suddenly the press is coming up and asking you, hey, you know, so what happened? You're like, I don't know. You tell me what happened. Like, well, that guy tried to take down the plane. It's pretty scary. Uh, anyway, that's the full story now, Snowcone. The one that we had yesterday was intriguing, yeah. but all it said was this pilot tried to take down a plane while he was riding in this uh, this jump seat. All right, it's already, we got to take a break. I guess yes. we spent a while yeah. on the Kels thing. We got to take a break yeah, and we'll come I back need and to finish. Take a break. All right. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, what's going on, kid? All right, I saw somebody brought this up on the uh, Twitch chat there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this story, but. Um, Woman died after drinking lemonade at a Panera, and her parents are suing. somewhere, yes. Yeah. So she was an adult. I think she was like in her early 20s. Um, she had a condition that I had to read about because I'd never heard of it. And it's a, it's a pre-existing heart condition is what it is. It looks like uh, it has to do with like arrhythmia. And you're supposed to avoid caffeine if you have this condition. And she knew that, and she did try to avoid caffeine. But she ordered a lemonade. From Panera, not knowing that it was apparently crammed with caffeine and it killed her. And the parents are saying, hey, you know, there's people who aren't supposed to have caffeine. You need to make a little clearer that you're putting a bunch of caffeine in your lemonade. The parents of a 21 year old college student are suing Panera Bread. Their lawsuit claims that their daughter, Sarah Katz, died hours after drinking the company's heavily caffeinated charged lemonade. Yeah, according to the lawsuit, Katz suffered from an underlying heart condition. She avoided caffeine. The lawsuit accuses Panera of not being transparent about the ingredients in this popular drink. I mean, it's called charged lemonade. 
I saw a picture, you know, it's in those lemonade, those plastic clear bubbler things when you go to the fountain mm-hmm. area and it's mm-hmm. got the different uh, lemonades and, and yeah. stuff like that. So it says there, strawberry, lemon, mint. I see I one. See all Food the time. Yeah. And at the top, it does say, and I'll see if you can see this. I've had those before. Church, but it says charged at the yeah. top. Now, I don't know if that little thing at the top that says charged lemonade would clue me in that this is caffeinated. I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't know. You know. I mean, it's not obvious, that's for sure. It's not something where I'm like, well, come on, guys. It said right there, everyone knows what charged means, even if it was written kind of small. You know, this kind of reminds me of the Mike's Hard Lemonade story where the guy ordered one for his kid, honestly. It's another lemonade that someone thought was just a safe mix of lemon juice, sugar, and water. It turns out it had more, and this time it wasn't alcohol, it was caffeine, and it killed this person. So uh, this lawsuit claims that she died, uh, you know, she had this heart condition, and that she died after she unknowingly drank this large amount of caffeine, which contains, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. 97.5% of the daily recommended caffeine limit for an adult in one cup. Okay. So I, need to get I don't that. know how much caffeine is recommended. I don't know how much caffeine is in, like how much caffeine's in a, a 12-ounce Coca-Cola. I know we did this a couple months ago. We were talking about caffeine for some reason, and they were, sh- oh, it was because yeah, of the, uh, the Logan stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it says the drinks 20 ounce regular sizes contain between 65 and 82 grams of sugar and 260 milligrams of caffeine. Well, the 30 ounce large would be 98 and 124 grams of sugar and 390 milligrams of caffeine. I think I'm just trying to pull this from memory. Didn't we decide that the prime energy drinks were like 200 or 250 milligrams of caffeine? I think that's what they said. I don't remember now. So it is possible that 390 milligrams of caffeine. Uh, that might be more than those energy drinks. I, I, I don't know. I mean, what do you think? It, 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 caffeine is a drug. Um, I think if you're supposed to say, but there's other things that don't <coughs> say, uh, at least not in large print. I think if you know caffeine's going to kill you. Yeah. I just wouldn't take anything out of a random serve yourself a bucket of lemonade. Yeah, I don't know. I sort of get it because you're like, I can drink lemonade as long as it's not. Maybe they say Minute Maid that comes out of the fountain because of Coca-Cola. Maybe they think it has caffeine in it, you know, or it doesn't, whatever. No, but it's, I mean, did she know that it would kill her? Well, did she? Well, she knew that it, that it was bad for her. Yeah, she avoided it. She knew that it could be really bad for her. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, if she I just don't think you get kill her. I mean, but she knew that it was bad for her and she tried to avoid it, they said. So. I'm guessing that's why she you, goes to the limit instead but I'm of the just pop saying, of the tea. Right, but still, like, those, I mean, if people know what they are. They're the ones, you know, they just got a, you know, a clear vat of drink, yeah, right? Yeah, liquid. And if I thought, well, I'm allergic to whatever, and if I drink it, it could kill me, I just don't think I'd be self-serving myself a lot in restaurants. It says, right? Like, I'd be like, oh... I'll get the bottle of water. Says the charged lemonades are part of Panera's <laughs> Unlimited Sip Club, which gives customers unlimited refills of drinks at any size for two hours um, with the purchase of a monthly or yearly subscription. Okay. I wonder if also, based on how much caffeine they're talking about, and we'd have to look it up and have them side by side, but maybe she knows that caffeine's not great for her. I don't know if she knew that it would kill her or not. But maybe she would think like, now an energy drink could kill me. Like if it's a high caffeinated right. energy drink, then that could kill me. So it might be reasonable to for her to assume that the lemonade over there wouldn't have energy drink levels of caffeine in it, which I don't know that that is an energy drink level. Right. I think it sounds like it is at 260 milligrams of caffeine. 
I think that's quite a bit, but I'm not surprised that they're being sued. I'm always interested when you see something like this. So what if, if this you know goes in front of a jury, what do they say? What do they decide? And does a jury go, you know what? After seeing all this, we think they should have labeled it better. And that's I don't that. know. I, I don't think know. she self-served it too. I don't know. Yeah. I'd have to see all the details as a juror, but you know. I could see it if you were like, I'd like a decaf coffee, and they're like, man, we didn't make any decaf. I just gave a regular. Yeah. I could see that being a problem, but you put the glass in there and got it yourself. Right. I don't think, if I'm her lawyer, though, or the family's lawyer, I guess I would be not saying Not everything's that labeled, no, though. No, imp, imp, if you you know, go charge to, uh, does not imply that Right, but if you go to right, the pop machine, right. it doesn't say 36 milligrams of caffeine in this Diet Coke. It just I, doesn't say it. it. Now, on the cans... It might say caffeine on the ingredients, but you know one of the things like uses as an example for years, root beer didn't have caffeine in it. Root beer was like a caffeine-free pop, right. and I think basically when I was a kid, basically all the brands were caffeine-free. Some of them advertised it, some didn't, but they didn't have caffeine. A lot of them started to switch to adding caffeine. Some of them got bought by some of the bigger pop companies, and they suddenly started putting caffeine in them. Right. I remember that being a thing that they talked about because they said. You know, here's a brand that for years, because it was root beer, didn't have caffeine in it. Now it does. It's not like they put on the front of the can now with caffeine. Not that I recall. It just said in the ingredients right. suddenly there was caffeine, but it's small print. So I but don't think there's But what if there was some any... sort of drink that she didn't know the name of in just a regular right. pop machine? Mm -hmm. And it was like, you know, orange something. Right. Would she just get a glass of it? I don't know. And like, I, I can't imagine you would. I think she'd be worried about caffeine. Right. And, and again, maybe... And that orange thing wouldn't say... This has caffeine. Yeah, maybe the family would say, look, uh, uh, if she'd filled that with Coca-Cola, and I don't, again, I don't know how much caffeine would have been in a cup the same size of Coca-Cola, but maybe they'd say that probably would have been bad, but it wouldn't have killed her. If this had like excessively high levels of caffeine and they didn't warn, I could see maybe, but are there rules that say that you have to, and maybe there are, I don't know, but are there rules My that Red say Bull you, say you have to put high caffeine or is there some rule that implies that if it's an energy drink, then you know the average consumer knows that it's high caffeine? I just I would have to be familiar with those right. rules or, or that precedent because I'm not. I feel like there's no. plenty of stuff that doesn't say lots of caffeine on the front that has lots of caffeine in it. It sucks for sure. For her. Well, it sucks I, for I totally sure. see how the accident happens because right. I, you know she thinks. I'm going to go over here to one of these lemonade things. I'll get that. And it's not lemonade from a pop company, which they might add caffeine to like they did their root beers. I'll just get this. They're, they're fresh lemonade out of one of these things. So she thinks, you know, probably safe. Should she have asked? Yeah, clearly. Sounds like it. And I don't know that it, saying that it's charged automatically implies to the average person that that means caffeine. It could just mean that it's charged with flavor, charged with, I don't know. And it says it kind of small at the top. Each yeah, one of those. Yeah, I'm not certainly sure that I, I would know, know that, that it caffeine because anything. it said charged. Yeah. So but, I, it's interesting, and it sucks. The condition she suffered from is called like long QT. So you can look into that if you want. But what the it's hell not, is that? Uh, it's a heart Die condition. from caffeine? It's a heart condition. Uh, falls under that umbrella of uh, pre-existing heart conditions. And it causes arrhythmias, and when you have things like too much caffeine, it can cause serious arrhythmias and even death. Michael Cohen testifying in court in front of his old boss. I think this is the first time that they've really been face-to-face -face like this in a long time. Michael Cohen, a big reason that this lawsuit or whatever, this trial, is happening with Trump, because this is the trial uh, about Trump exaggerating, lying about his business's worth, you know, cooking the books, I think would be an easy way to put it. And Michael Cohen was the one who originally said, yeah, yeah, he cooked the books. He had me do it for him. And that's what he said on the stand. He said, 
Trump would tell me, hey, look, I want to do this interview with Forbes or whatever. I want to say I'm worth this much money. I need you to go make sure that the assets and all this stuff look like they match so that when someone looks into it, it looks like I'm worth X amount of dollars because I want to tell people that's what I'm worth. On the witness stand, Cohen is saying that Trump's value of his real estate empire, of his own net worth, was entirely arbitrary. And it was Cohen's job, he said, to reverse engineer his financial statements to make sure that the asset values and his net worth number matched what former President Trump wanted. And that was done whether he was doing an interview for a magazine about how wealthy he was or whether he was trying to get a better insurance premium. So both. Yeah, they talked about the insurance premium, something about... If you have more money, I guess, then they're less worried about you being able... I don't know. But the, it was all about getting better interest rates, right? That was part of the deal, getting better insurance. And, of course, just being able to tell the media and the public, I'm worth this much money, when he allegedly was not worth that much money. Now, I did look, while that was playing back here, just to see how much caffeine is in, like, a 12-ounce Coke to get some sort of an idea. Mm -hmm. This thing says that in a 12-ounce... I want to make sure that this is Coca-Cola that it contains 32 milligrams of caffeine. So one can of Coca-Cola is 32 milligrams, all right? So mm -hmm. we'll keep that in mind. The Panera thing, to go back to it real quick, just make sure that I'm reading this correctly, it says that the charged lemonade, the drink's 20-ounce regular size, would can contain between 65 and 82 grams of sugar, don't care, 260 milligrams of caffeine. 260 milligrams, that's in the regular size. And that a large would contain 390 milligrams of caffeine. So that does seem like a lot. Right. Now, if I look at a Red Bull, a Red Bull is that can that you've got there. I think the smaller cans, right, the original ones, 8.46 ounces. Does that sound right? That sounds right to, for me, to the okay, original yeah. ones. 117 calories in sugar, um, which is, let's see, 27 grams. Where is the actual caffeine here? I'm looking for the amount of caffeine. Oh, 80 milligrams. So 80 milligrams of caffeine in a regular Red Bull. That's an energy drink. Right. This lemonade in the regular size drink had 260 milligrams and a large would have 390. So that's why I thought it sounded like even more than Prime because I thought they were saying Prime had a lot at like 200 or 250, right? 200 was Two, the big 200? one. I look okay. at them now, yeah. Yeah. So this is, and again, this is according to what website is this? Forbes. According to Forbes, uh, that's how much caffeine was in these things. And I don't know if she had a regular or a large, but... 260 milligrams of caffeine for a regular and 390 milligrams of caffeine for large. That's a lot of caffeine. Okay, I'll admit, that is a lot of caffeine for you to not be labeling that this is a super high caffeine no, you're beverage. Right. If it's more caffeine than an energy drink, by quite a bit, actually, like quite a bit more. If you drink a large, that's like drinking, you know, what, two or three regular Red Bulls. That's kind of crazy, and you're not How are they advertising it. I don't know. And I, I don't know if that's – I assume that that must be all of their charged – Drinks, are they all considered lemonades? Yeah, this says that they're all charged, part of their charged lemonades. There's mango, strawberry, and apple lemonade. And so I guess they all have that same high level of caffeine. That is a lot of caffeine. It is also kind of crazy that a company as big as St. Louis Bread or Panera Bread would have lawyers, you know, they're like, hey, we're going to sell this charged lemonade. I feel like they look into that. Hey, there's how much caffeine in this thing? Right. You know, guys, we should probably be it's a little a careful about, yeah, maybe let's tone it down or let's at least warn people we need to advertise this as a it's advertised here when i go to their website it's new lemonade chargers chargers okay then it says plant-based and clean with as much caffeine as our dark roast coffee so that's what it has okay i don't have it in the restaurant though like when she walked in to get it 
Did it have what? That ad? Like, like, like a sign or anything. Right, saying exactly. this has all yeah. the caffeine. Right, no. If she the, just sees one of those, you know, containers that dispenses it and it's just lemonade, you it, know. It it says like on the on the thing that we saw, it's got the name, and if you look down at the bottom, it tells you how much sugar and how much caffeine is in it. So if she was this well concerned if it, about if it's it, labeled then I mean at least labeled. in the in the stock photo or whatever photo the media got a hold of to yeah. show the lemonades, those little labels at the bottom did show caffeine, and, which I think is where they're getting I mean, it's labeled, this for then. the then it's labeled. Yeah. And if caffe- if she knew that caffeine was that detrimental Potentially, you have to, to check. her health. And she's, she then be you used would to think checking. she would be used exactly if it's. And this oh, is on. It has. Said does sugar too, sugar and caffeine. So, I just feel like if it's labeled, even if it's small, Machine. if it's labeled, it's that labeled. Probably should cover them. Yeah, you I know mean, that's uh, that's what fine print is and always has been. Yeah. right. Yeah. It's, and that's not even fine print. but you It's not really it. even fine print. I mean, it's small, saying, but it's not you know like I mean? you need a magnifying glass to read it. It says it there at the bottom. If you know that that can kill you or cause problems, right. like you need to check. Yeah. So, I'm not trying to victim blame, but you no, know no, what I'm no. saying? It's, I just, as far as the lawsuit goes, could you right. see this being a successful lawsuit? And it's, it's, like, well, it's really and hard how, if they got I'm that label on there. Much, now, if, they're, if her parents say or are able to prove somehow that that location mm-hmm. didn't have the sign on there, mm-hmm. it just said lemonade, or that that sign wasn't labeled, mm-hmm. that t- that's totally different. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know that automatically means that they win the lawsuit, but It's got it's 260 different. milligrams of caffeine. In a regular, yeah. And that regular, they say, is 20 ounces. Yeah, 20 ounces. So it's, I mean, it's a Red Bull. Probably. You know what I mean? Because at 8.5 and 90, you do the Mm -hmm. math, I can't, but seems right. Well, so, yeah, it's a little bit more than Red Bull, I guess, at that. But there are other energy drinks that have more caffeine. And like they said, dark roast coffee can have as much it has as, as much, drinks. they say. This and is that's what money. energy drinks companies often say. They'll say, hey, it's just as much caffeine as coffee. You know, it's no different. It's just some people don't like coffee. They use that as a defense all the time. And it, we all know coffee has caffeine in it. I think that right. goes without saying. You're just kind of expected to know that. If the lemonade is labeled, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's labeled. It's labeled. Uh, Facebook is getting sued again. Did I tell you this? No, I told you last time they got sued. I don't remember what they got sued for last time. Some, something about kids, I want to say, but yeah. this time it's about kids again okay. because they're saying that they hooked kids. Now, remember, TikTok is being sued, I think, in Utah and maybe somewhere else. Some other states might have joined that one too for being too addictive for kids. Now there's a bunch of states. I don't know how many we're at now. It might be like 42 states that we're up to that have joined in on this lawsuit against Facebook. Well, Meta. They're suing Meta yeah. for addicting kids to Instagram and Facebook and their, and their products and knowing that it has a detrimental effect on their mental health. Simply put, these lawsuits by 41 states in the District of Columbia accuse Meta of knowingly damaging the mental health of American teens for profit. The lawsuit says Meta's Facebook and Instagram have profoundly altered the psychological and social realities of a generation of young Americans. That's a quote. And have, quote, harnessed powerful and unprecedented technologies to entice, engage, and ultimately ensnare youth and teens so there you go this is another one of those social media stories about a social media company being sued where i go i wouldn't be totally shocked if in the future they look back and say i can't believe they used to let kids Mm -hmm. just use all those social medias that i could totally see them restricting it at some point and saying it has to be approved for children to use it otherwise you have to be an adult to use the types of social media that we're used to today where you can just scroll through or algorithms get you hooked on things that you like or take to show you things that they think that you'll like. Maybe not. Maybe the cat's already out of the bag and that's that. But I don't know, man. Don't you think there's a chance that at some point they say, yeah, if 42 no. states are suing already, 
that we look back and say we should. Do they look back and say, right. "Yeah, man, we just let them do that." Like, man, we mm-hmm. just let let kids drink alcohol all the time. We didn't know that, that was so bad. You know? I, yeah, of course. I think well, it's I mean, possible it's, that they do well, that with social media. I mean, smoking right, used smoking. to be a thing. Yeah, kids smoke. But you can see those advertisements like, "Have a cigarette. It keeps a doc. Doctor says cigarettes are good for you." Yeah, doc, like that's number one, that long ago. Number one doctor recommended uh, cigarettes. It was not camo. that long yeah. ago. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. And the and. A kid smoking a cigarette out in public, not being a big deal, was not that long ago. Or selling cigarettes to kids. When I was a kid, it wasn't, they didn't right. say anything. It wasn't a big deal like at a all. Buck thirty-five. You just walk up there, like I yeah. have a pack of Marlboros. Like, right. yeah, all right. Yep. I just wonder if that'll <laughs> happen with social media. Who knows? Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.